You are now listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. That's right. You are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How you doing today? Huh? You know, I always want to know. How you doing? Well, today I'm doing all right. I just saw something very intriguing and I wanted to share it and make this episode because I was like, I couldn't wait to do this episode today. It'll probably be a little short because I'm only doing one subject today, but I wanted to talk about Jupiter, the planet Jupiter. Are you up on Jupiter? Now it's um, almost the end of the second week of May, 2021. And today, or yesterday, actually, by the time this is released, Jupiter the uh, had had a new photo shoot. Um, it was it was absolutely amazing, amazing. The Gemini North Telescope in Hawaii and the Hubble Telescope um, captured you know, infrared and ultraviolet light at the same time. These pictures to me are amazing and for those of you that follow me you know i'm all about space um for for months now i've been working on this ufo uh, series but um i'm about making the planet a better place and enjoying our planet and appreciating those things that surround us and jupiter of course has always you know been been fascinating right to me and the whole entire um, you know, galaxy that we live in. Uh, I have a telescope. My son and I go out on occasion and and go, you know, and look, look up, look at the stars. You know, look at these at these planets, these celestial bodies that surround us. You know, is there life on them? You know, we got uh, orbiters around them. We we landed on some of. Them. Matter of fact, on Mars, we're flying a little a little drone. A, a little helicopter around, you know, which is, which is crazy, crazy, but I just wanted to, to bring this to your attention. So you will go out and, and check out these new images. Cause to me, they're astounding. And you know, this is, this, this is a gas, a gas giant, as they say, you know, and to let you know, just want to let you know, if you don't know, I'm going to share some some things about Jupiter that I think are fascinating and should probably fascinate you too, right? One of them is that the planet Jupiter has 67 moons confirmed and named. And of course, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name all of them. 67 moons. And that's so far that we've discovered. Now, you know, our one moon that is amazing. If you've ever seen it when it's low and full, you know, or when it's, when it's orange, you know, our moon is amazing. And a lot of people say that the moon affects our mood. It definitely affects our tides. Some people say, you know, crime and crazy antics go up when there's a full moon. The moon definitely has a, an effect on us. And my lovely, beautiful wife, who's into, you know, holistic and natural stuff, 
she sets her stones out in the new moon and the full moon to charge them. Supposedly, there's an energy that these stones can capture, you know, and I really need to have her on to talk about that because, you know, she's dived deep into that and she knows all these different stones. And my wife is a witch, I think, but she's a good witch. And I'm happy that she loves me and I feel privileged to love her. So, um, you know, this, 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 these, 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 this astronomy and this astrology, right? Like the Mayans knew all about the celestial body. You know, they made calendars and they did certain things by the, by the stars, you know? So, so this is amazing to me, you know, when we know for a fact that the planet Jupiter has 67 moons, 67 moons. That's just astounding to me, right? When you, when you think about it and, and considering the size, I guess it's really not that surprising that it has so many moons. And how big, you might ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'll be glad to tell you that Jupiter is humongous. Humongous. Jupiter is so big, in fact. How big is it? It's 318 times bigger than the planet we live on, Earth. That bears repeating. Jupiter is 318 times larger than Earth. Think about that for a second. I'll wait. Okay. Yeah. In fact, Jupiter is two and a half times more massive than all the other planets in our solar system combined. Huh? What? But check this out. It's so big that if it got bigger and more dense, it would actually get smaller. How these astronomers came to that conclusion... I don't know, but it has to do with science and density. I'm not a scientist, but that's some amazing shit when you think about it, right? When you think about that, it's it's crazy. Now, Earth is what's commonly known as the third rock from the sun, right? It's the third planet from the sun. Jupiter is the fifth. And... You can really see it sometimes with the naked eye. It's been confused for UFOs. Um, just, you know, I wanted to do this episode because, you know, like I said, the, the story that came out yesterday and the photos really inspired me because I'm excited about space. I'm, I'm the most amateur of astronomers. I have this app, which is an amazing app. Um, on my phone that you can point it and it'll tell you a constellation or planet that you're looking at. My son and I, we were just walking. We go for a walk after dinner a lot, my wife and my son and I. And I saw the Big Dipper and I was pointing it out to him. And I, I used that app to show him. And I could see the Big Dipper with my visible eye, with my naked eye. 
But what I didn't know lying very closely to it was the Little Dipper. And for those who don't know the Big and Little Dipper, they look like pots with a handle. That's how I'm able to identify them. But they're part of another larger constellation of stars. Now, uh, for any of you that delve or deal in, into um, horoscopes, you know that these horoscopes are, are based on the stars. What moon they're in, what, you know, what, um, what place they're at, the position in the sky. And, you know, we all have these, these, um, these, these signs, these astrological signs, you know, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Taurus, and such, right? So these are all based on the stars and how the position of those stars based on when we were born, the month we were born, and sometimes a year as well, affect our mood. And some suspect they can predict or tell you what has happened or what's going to happen most likely in your life based on the position of the constellation that represents your astrological sign, right? Some people think it's hogwash. I tend to believe that it's not completely hogwash. And I only tell you that because these celestial bodies, these stars, these constellations, they've been here. They're stationary and they're here. Why are they here? Do they serve a purpose? All of this balance that we have, right? We're just close enough and just far enough away from the sun to be habitable. For us to live comfortable lives, you can live in the coldest climate, you know, Alaska or Antarctica, you know, you can live in, in the hottest climates, you can visit the deserts of the world. Of course, you, I don't think you want to live there. Does anybody live in the desert? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, these things, I think, all serve a purpose to for balance and they work in conjunction with one another and it's it's just so amazing to me and to see now that you know we have this technology not just to look up and measure and plot the position and the direction um, that it's headed and things like that but now we can see them not only can we see them we can see them in different spectrums of frequency and different forms of light okay like i mentioned earlier you know these most recent pictures were captured simultaneously um by by hubble by gemini gemini's uh north gemini north's uh near infrared imager and you know we can see it and these these different lights, ultraviolet light, um, you know, visible light, you know, and this infrared picture of Jupiter is amazing. It looks like a ball of fire. It's 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 just incredible to think that above our heads, as we stand, sit, live on this spinning earth 
that there's this massive giant planet that's over 300 times the size of this one. To give you some perspective, for instance, there is a storm, okay? A storm that has been going on Jupiter for a long, long, long time, okay? And the storm is bigger than Earth, okay? The storm. And you can identify this really easily on Jupiter because it's a giant red spot. It's one of the most familiar sites of Jupiter. And they call it a anti-cyclonic storm. And it's located south of its equator. And it measures 24,000 kilometers in diameter. And 12 to 14,000 kilometers in height. It's large enough to contain two or three planets the size of Earth. Okay? And as far as we know, it's been around for at least 350 years. It was spotted as far back as the 17th century. How know how who knows how long it's really, you know, really been there. Now, this storm has never stopped. Think about that for a second. A never-ending storm. You know, that's that could swallow our planet just like that. Okay? Amazing. Amazing and freaking incredible, if you ask me. Now, I, I just I urge you to go see these pictures. Um and and take a look. Another interesting fact about Jupiter, it's the fastest spinning planet in our solar system. Now, I already told you the massive size of this planet, right? This planet is spinning at over 28,000 miles an hour. Hmm? It only takes 10 hours to complete one full rotation. That's how fast this big-ass planet is spinning. So, I don't know what you believe, right? God, Yahweh, Buddha, Muhammad, Allah, you know, whatever you believe, right? But if this is created by some entity, some consciousness, Right, some people call it intelligent design. That had to be put here for a reason. This gigantic, hot, 67 moon, spinning crazy fast planet. Right? If it was removed, everything else that relies on it and is that that's in synchronicity with it. I would imagine it would throw everything off. So it's got to serve a purpose, doesn't it? I know we get caught up, right? 
in what's going on in our own personal lives, in our own city, in our own state, in our own country, and all the human doing human shit. But I like to step back and escape all that. And I'm not running from nothing. I'm not running from anything. But I think it's really good sometimes to put these things, our lives, our existences into perspective by just looking around you, whether it's just here on the planet, just nature. You know what I'm saying? Just the clouds and the weather and, and, and you know, the natural beauty of our planet. But to zoom out even more and to really study these stars and and what they are. So when things like this drop, fresh pictures of a planet that I get to see, I get excited. I get excited. I get excited about it. I love it. And I want to share, you know, that excitement. I, I really do, you know. And I hope that if you're not interested in it, I can I can help you, you know, gain some some interest in it because it to me it's it's really fascinating. You know, it's 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 <laughs> it's ridiculously fascinating. Another um little tidbit of info, Jupiter has rings, just like Saturn. We all think of Saturn and, and we see these these rings. Well, Jupiter has them too. You know? Um Uranus and Jupiter um have ring systems. As well, they're very faint, um, but uh, but they're definitely there. You know, it's like a like a, almost like a, a halo effect. You know, so um, I wanted to share that with you. Another uh, just very interesting fact that Jupiter's magnetic field is fourteen times stronger than Earth's. Now, our magnetic field protects us right from from solar flares and. And different um, uh, things that could harm us from space. But 14 times stronger than Earth. The fact that these things can be and have been measured. <laughs> astounding. Like this is these are degree programs. Like you could give your whole life and career to the study of this. Now... There are some popular scientists out there. Some of them seem a little arrogant, you know, and I'm not going to say none in particular that I feel seem arrogant, but some that you may know. Bill Nye is one. Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is one of them. Um, there's another one that's very popular, Asian guy. Ah, I can't remember his name. Anyway, but you, I'm certain you've seen, you've seen him talk. But uh, these guys, some of them speculate as if we figured everything out, which we haven't. And we have a lot more to discover about physics, space, science, you know, and, and all of those things. So, and just in terms of the visitation and how we've acquired this knowledge, uh, we've visited, us being human, we being um, uh, humans, we've visited um, Jupiter seven times. By by spacecraft, okay. Uh, Pioneer ten, and that's way back in seventy three. Pioneer two, back in seventy four. Um, Voyager one and two, which I think is still 
up there. Um, Ulysses, then it was Cassini. Um, these are all craft that are, you know, hovering around doing flybys. Uh, unlike Mars, uh, this, you know, Jupiter is a, is a gas giant is my understanding. And, um, it's not something we can land on. I think maybe we can maybe dive into it if they want to sacrifice an aircraft. Um, but Mars has hard surface, of course. Some say Mars was the first Earth that tragedy struck Mars and the Martians came to, um, to Earth. So I don't know if that's true or not. You know, Jupiter is also the fourth brightest object uh, in our solar system, which is also, once again, remarkable. You can see it with the naked eye. You know, um, chances are you probably already saw Jupiter in the sky. I had no idea that's what, what it was because it just, I mean, to the naked eye, it just looks like another bright dot in the sky, right? But sometimes if you look, you can see the color. Um. And if you get your hands on some binoculars or uh, even invest in a, even a modest uh, telescope, you can see small specks of light orbiting it, which are the uh, the Galilean moons, you know, named after uh, Galileo. So I just know that, you know, it's, it's refreshing to spend some of your time um, to escape the day-to-day. -day. You know what I'm saying? Now, as far as Jupiter, you know, orbiting the sun, going around the sun, it only goes, now, as fast as it's actually spinning itself, it takes... Over 11 years, almost 12 years to fully orbit the sun, which is, you know, weird, I guess, because of the distance from the sun. Um, it's just so many of these facts are coming out. Um, the average temperature, even though it looks crazy hot and on fire, is... Um, a negative 234 degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm? Yeah. So that, it's not a place you want to be, right? You wouldn't want to be there on Jupiter. Jupiter is kind of yellow, orangish. So, you know, I, they say men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I don't know where that saying came from, but wouldn't that be interesting if it was true? You know, I just, I want to study, I would like to visit like in a ship, right? One of my homeboys was, he always gives me a hard time because this is before I was married. There was a, a contest, not a contest. Um, uh, it was an application to volunteer for a one-way trip to Mars. And you had to write, you know, why you would be a good candidate and some other specifics. And I applied. I applied to live on the red planet on Mars and never come back to Earth. 
just for the experience, you know. Now, Elon Musk and SpaceX and um, Jeff Bezos with his space project, it's possible in my lifetime I may witness the birth of space tourism, you know. Now, you guys know that, like I said, I'm working on UFOs, seeing UFOs. I believe they exist. I believe there are civilizations out there that are far past us. We are still thrusting. We call it flying. But really, when you get in an airplane, those propellers or jet engines, they thrust us through. If you've seen any video of supposedly advanced aircraft, they use the magnetic, the magnetics of planet Earth. There's no, their propulsion systems are far more advanced. So that's how I would like to be able to jettison and, and, and leave the planet. You know, right now we have to, to break through, right? Our, our protective barriers, if you will, of planet Earth. And then once we're in space, we just kind of, there's no more gravity pulling us down. So we just kind of float. Float on. Do, do, do. Ah, it's from old school R&B heads. What you know about that? Float on. Uh, but yeah, you just float in space. So, um, in my opinion, we, we just have a long way to go. Personally, I think we have the technology. We've had the technology. But for whatever reason... It hasn't been released to the public. Okay. There's a lot of supporting evidence that points to the fact that we have advanced propulsion systems. We have advanced flying capabilities, but it hasn't been introduced. It hasn't been shared. There's a small few that know about it. And have seen it. And there's a head of a large aerospace company who I believe is now retired, who famously quoted, and I quote, We now have the technology to take ET home, is what he said. And then they quickly shut his ass up because he said too much. Now, if we have the technology to take ET home, what that says to me, what that means to me is, we can travel the stars. We've either, either, you know, mastered or reverse engineered technology that allows us to travel at the speed or faster than the speed of light, or we managed to open up wormholes or portals in space and time. So who knows, right? We're the commoners, commoners. We're everyday people. Sly in the family stone. Ah, that's the wrong key. And everyday people. You know that song? You ever heard that song? Old school heads, R&B. Can you tell I like old school R&B? Yes, I do. Um, I'm everyday people. It's a good song. Google it. Put it on your, your streaming joint. It's a good song. Um, But I want to visit space. But I'd like to know 
that I'm not going to accidentally die in the process, you know, because right now it's, it's still a risky endeavor. Flying, they say, is more safer than driving, you know. However, planes crash, cars crash, spacecraft crash, and, you know, the SpaceX situation, they still trying to work out the kinks. It seems like every other month you hear one of their tests crashed. You know, one of the latest ones, it did what it's supposed to do, took off and was coming back down and crashed on the landing pad. So you only get to do that once. It's not something you really going to walk away from. So while I want to visit space, I would like to do so safely, if at all possible. So I wanted to chime in today. Like I said, this is going to be a little short episode. I wanted to share those facts about um, our wonderful Jupiter. That resides, you know, right here in our own solar system, in our wonderful Milky Way galaxy. And and just say, go check out those um those photos. They're remarkable photos uh of of Jupiter. You know, um and dream, y'all. Take a minute, zoom out from the madness that's here on the surface of our planet with our humans. And escape for a minute and, and, and look and dream and wonder, you know, because don't ever lose your wonderment. Don't ever lose your ability to dream and to, you know, think about the possibilities, you know, that are out there, you know. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening and as always. I'm Mike. And you've been listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. <laughs>